let's not overthink this. Buckeyes have been rolled. This is a decent hire for Tennessee. So I'm actually on FanDuel right now, locking in Gonzaga. Clemson's going to put up 55 points by themselves. I love this game. Big noon kickoff. We're going to throw some major money on this bet. I'm taking the over. Tom Brady's the GOAT. I'm taking Tampa Bay, and I'm taking the money line. I think I've got three bets uh, on this particular game. If you're going to bet with me, it's got to be good. That's right. It's time for my steak dinner boom lock of the week. Gentlemen, ready to go make our listeners some money? Hello, folks, and welcome back to Sports Bets Fun for our 10th episode of season number two. Thank you to those of you listening to us live on a beautiful Friday night. A lot of sports, a lot of action going on. And also thank you to all of you who subscribe to our podcast and are listening to us, uh, presumably on Saturday, Sunday, or, or following. We, we appreciate uh, tuning in. We are Sports Bets Fun, and this podcast is all about sports betting. And with us tonight, uh, we have Mickey Sanrino and B-Locks, our good buddy Scotty B. Good, uh, maybe joining us later. He's uh, going to be en route to Knoxville for the big Georgia-Tennessee game, so he's going to have an early morning, uh, so probably won't be joining us tonight. But um, and, uh, one last plug to get in, Mickey, before I jump over to you, follow us on Twitter at SportsBetsFun. We got a lot of hot takes, picks. We're dropping all our picks throughout the week for the games we're not talking about on the show tonight. So, Mickey, it's been a couple weeks since we've had the podcast, last couple weeks off. You feeling good being back? Yeah, we had bye week last week. We were a healthy scratch the week before. But we're back. We're back. And that's huge. It's good to be back. Good to be back in the saddle. For what we have Mickey, Mickey, it's a little difficult hearing you right now. Um, with your, I know you, I know you're you're testing out some or on some new equipment, but uh, that's all I got. Sorry. All right, it's very very faint. So um, well, we got issues. So we got some headphone issues. So this is all we got this week, gentlemen. I guess no hot takes. Yeah, we'll. Uh, We'll see what we can do. We'll keep keep trying, and, and and we'll come to you. We can we can barely hear you, but it is very soft. But hopefully, uh, hopefully that microphone will correct or something. So, Belox, man, it's been a couple of weeks since we've been able to to gather. Um, you ready to be back? Oh, buddy, it's uh, it is great to be back. Great to be back with the boys here, talking a little bit of football here. Uh, you know, I, I missed you guys last week. I know we got the. Uh, we got the whole group text going here, back and forth, and uh, but you know what? It's just not not the same. Talking a little trash here on the podcast with you boys here, so uh, absolutely great to be back. Got some great uh, college football action tonight. Already had uh, Cincinnati playing. Uh, they did not cover uh, the spread against South Florida earlier, so hopefully uh, you guys, uh, you boys, made some money off of that on uh, that so- South Florida game. Uh, also looking like, uh, you know, BYU, I uh, checked a moment ago, uh, they were up 7 nothing. I think that's a 14-point spread. Uh, I can tell you I'm on the – I'm on BYU here, so I'm, I'm hoping they cover that. So, yeah, great football Friday, as you were saying, Maddie, and, and uh, absolutely great to be back. Speaking Excellent. of being back, boys, guess who is back in the game? Oh. Yeah, Don't yeah, Don't be Mickey. so excited, B-Locks. I know um, – <laughs> 
<laughs> Maddie Money was talking hot takes earlier. Uh, you know, we don't have those, but good to be back. Thought I was almost a healthy scratch again Man. this week, but uh, good to be back after following bye week. Uh, so we I do want to invest in one of those uh, applause machines. Can we get one of those for the pod? One of those applause machines here for uh, for Mickey getting back in the game here. I feel uh, I feel like we're we're big. Asking you shall receive. We're tech savvy over here in the. Uh, <clears throat> we got the, we got the best tech team in the business. <laughs> well done, gentlemen. <laughs> Well, and you know what, Belax, you're talking, yeah, we do have that, that group text going, and it, it's been a couple weeks and uh, since we've done the podcast, but um, a lot of things have happened, you know, uh, uh, with the NCAA basketball tipping off this week, and, and our good buddy Scotty B. Good, he, those of you that remember last year, Scotty started out like 11-1, and one, some ridiculous run, I can't remember, he was crushing it. And uh, he had some great picks that he was getting us going with uh, this week. I know Kansas and Duke off the off the bat, so a lot of fun with that. And going to be tailing him, and obviously for um, follow him on Twitter uh, at Scotty Betts um, for for him dropping those picks. And I'll put a plug in for my slap shot locks. Uh, we are poised to have our fourth straight night of cashing. Uh, we will. Um, Looks like we're going to go three and two on the night tonight, but four straight nights. And uh, overall, we're going to be up uh, up over 12 units at the end of the day for the season. So $100 better will be up over $1,200 uh, with those picks. So after a rough week last week, it looks like we're back on track. So we're excited about that. Um, before we jump into uh recapping our picks of the well you know let's recap our picks of the week and then the standings it's been a couple of weeks since we've done this we've had two weeks to get in on this and a lot speaking of a lot happening <laughs> mickey we have a new leader in the clubhouse what happened mickey i apparently i didn't win enough bets there maddie money <laughs> who's in first place i haven't been paying as close of attention to the standings <laughs> since i've since i've been dethroned let, let, let the let the people know how things are going Absolutely. Well, you know, and, and those of you that have been listening, you know, there are a couple of weeks there, I was right inching up close and close with Mickey and finally surpassed him last week. So I'm sitting on top with 9.83 units up. Mickey is in second, pretty close, 7.29 units up. So we are coming down the stretch. B-Locks, man, a couple rough weeks, but, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the two-unit bet has not been good for me. My, my overall record is not bad, but uh, the, the two-unit bets have, uh, have hurt me. I know. Well, you know, as they say, sometimes I uh, eat the bear and sometimes the bear eats you. Yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. But as we've learned, man, it's uh, um, people can go up and down pretty quick. Charlie Cash with a, a perfect night or a, per, a perfect weekend in there. Um, two weeks ago and then going two and one this past week, he has shot back up in the third place. And uh, I fully expect uh, as the season goes on, B-Locks will uh, string together. You string together a couple good weeks and everything's right back in the thick of it. So absolutely. It'll be it's a marathon, good. right? Not a sprint. Absolutely. So um, with that, as we look at, say, say, let's look at the last week and, um, Mickey, go to you first. Uh, kind of looking back on last week, what what surprised you? What jumped out at you? Any teams, new teams you're watching or tracking? I think one thing that that stands out. I was on Tulsa as dogs in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, a close call at home with Tulsa. 
They didn't cover tonight. That's four straight weeks. They failed to cover the spread. Uh, is the pressure getting to them? They appear to be um, they appear to be winning games and still going strong and and ranked well in the college football playoff. But they're going to be one to keep an eye on down the down the stretch as they close out with a couple tough ones, as well as the uh, athletic conference champ, American Athletic Conference championship. That's going to be one to keep an eye on as far as betting uh, betting them as a favorite or betting the dog. B-Locks, what's what stuck out to you other than Cincinnati? Because we were all kind of chatting about that a little bit earlier, but Mickey, Mickey lo- loved that point. Um, but B-Locks, to you, what, what stuck out to you? Yeah, uh, well, going back a little bit further than, uh, than, uh, than I guess, the game tonight here, but uh, last week uh, the game that really impressed me was the, uh, the, the Tennessee Vols. Uh, I wish Scotty was here so he could hear me uh, putting a plug in for his Tennessee Vols here, but uh, – that was a heck of a football game between uh, Tennessee and the Kentucky Wildcats there, where Kentucky, they held the ball for like three quarters. It, it was, uh, you know, Tennessee is, is one of those teams that they, they kind of uh, defy some of the traditional lines of thinking of football in terms of ball control and such, and, and they just have a, a really dynamic offense. And I, I've seen them play a couple of times, but, but they really impressed me the way that they uh, were able to, to move the ball kind of at will against uh, – and that's a really good – Kentucky Wildcat team this year. This has been a Kentucky team that shocked some teams uh, throughout the the course of the season already, uh, playing really good football. And uh, yeah, Tennessee, it it was a shootout, but uh, Tennessee handled them in the end. So they impressed me last week. Yeah, and I I like that. And uh, we'll be talking more about Tennessee in a game against Georgia a little bit later in the show. For me, gentlemen, I got got a few few ones that are going to jump on here. You know, I was riding Michigan State a lot this year and they've been very good that train uh crashed last week but uh um still overall been very good i thought they were gonna be able to to, to beat purdue but I was, I was a little surprised that purdue just just took it to how purdue took it to iowa too the, um uh a week or two prior to that so uh purdue's a good football team uh, the other one was Wake Forest. Um, I was, I, you know, they they were back and forth, and and, and North Carolina's a good team. Um, didn't really surprise me too much, but both those teams were riding riding their undefeated streaks, and those came to an end. But the two teams that I really wanted to kind of touch on in this segment were Alabama and Oregon. I feel like Oregon is getting back on track. You know, they beat the Buckeyes earlier. At the early in the season, and then they they had a slew of injuries, and they kind of muddled through the next number of games and, you know, you know, when the first college football polls, but, you know, they were seventh or eighth or ninth, you know, they were down there. No one even raised their hand and said, wait, wait, wait a minute. They beat Ohio state. They need to be up. Everyone's like, they're just playing poorly. And you could almost pencil in two to three losses for the season, but I don't know. They, they look like they're getting back on track. And I think this is a team uh, to kind of watch coming down the stretch. They may not lose another game in the regular season here and run the, run the tail the rest of the way in the, Pac-12, which would be interesting from a playoff standpoint, but I also think from a betting standpoint, there may be some opportunity to take them to cover um, that as, as you kind of track some of these games in the next few weeks. With Bam, on the other hand, you know, that game was really close versus LSU, gents, and uh, I don't know. is is You got Auburn coming up. Um, you're going to have an SEC championship game most likely. You know, is is Bama going to be a team that is going to be covering, or or is this a team that you're going to, you know, the smart play is going to be taking the points with the uh, the opponent? So those are things that kind of jumped out to me. 
All right, gentlemen, let's move on. Mickey, I'll turn it over to you for teasers, dogs, and props. Yeah, we got, uh, looks like, uh, one teaser this week from our boy Johnny Dogs, his NFL picks. You can read those at sportsbetsfun.com. He normally drops uh, Wednesdays. Usually there's some Thursday action, but it gets, it has you covered with a primer for the week of games ahead. This week he's got a teaser. He's got the Vikings. Uh, right now they're two-and-a-half-point underdogs at the Chargers. He's got the Raiders. They're a two-and-a-half-point dog at home versus the Chiefs. Both of those two are teased up six points. Vikings teased eight-and-a-half. Raiders eight-and-a-half as well. Uh, he did have a second teaser, but that was ruined uh, with the Ravens' loss in Miami last night. So only teaser we're rolling this week, talking about on the pod, is Vikings teased up to eight-and-a-half with the Raiders teased up to eight-and-a-half. I'll tell you what, his teasers have been on fire. What is he, six and two on the season with those winners and losers teasers up, up, up until this week? So six and three now with, with one hanging in the balance. So I've been tailing those, making some money. So thank you, Johnny Dogs. Absolutely. And then uh, dogs this week. Uh, Maddie, I'm going to kick it to you with, uh, with some dog action. What are you, uh, who's barking? Who's going to be barking when uh, the clock hits zeros in the fourth quarter this week or overtime? Two games I'm looking at, two dogs. They're not really big dogs. So um, you got Penn State at plus one and a half. They're really going out there. (laughs) Going out on a limb, gentlemen. They're hosting Michigan. The fact that they're at home, uh, they got a good, solid defense. Uh, We saw that on display against Ohio State. We saw it on display against Auburn. So um, Michigan, you know, can run the football, but, you know, I don't know if their offense is dynamic enough to, to create issues for Penn State's defense. And uh, so I'm, I'm liking Penn State. I'm leaning that way at plus one and a half. Um, I think Penn State can win that one outright. Uh, if I do put a bet on it, I'll, I'll, I'll go Penn State money line. And then the other one was LSU. They're sort of in a similar boat. They are plus two and a half uh, in their game. And uh, just, you know, the way they played Alabama – I don't know. They're, they're so up and down. You never know. And with 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 Coach O, um, basically, you know, out, you know, lame duck coach. You just never know. They're just going to roll the dice and you know, sort of, uh, um, you know, come out with you know, without a care and just just playing strong and taking risks. And does that pay off? Um, but I'm liking them at plus two and a half. B locks. There any underdogs you're tracking this week? Well, I kind of like the one that Maddie was talking about here with Penn State, but we'll get into that one uh, a little bit later on. Uh, there's uh, there's Virginia uh, taking on uh, Notre Dame this week, and uh, uh, Virginia is at home, and they are getting six and a half, seven points, depending on what uh, what metric you're looking at. This has been a really uh, this has been a really tough Virginia offense. This has been an offense that's put up a lot of yards. Uh, it's been been pretty prolific here. Now defense has been a little bit suspect, so uh, I, th- I think this is going to be a little a little bit closer than 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 what that six and a half point spread is is telling us right now. Um, I again uh, looking uh, leaning towards uh, Virginia or at least Virginia and and taking those points uh, in, in that particular game. And uh, the other game that I was looking at. Was uh, Wake Forest is uh, Wake Forest is playing NC State, correct? Yes. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, I think Wake Wake Forest is is uh, given two. It's Wake Forest minus two. So NC State here, which is a 
seven and two football team, a team that's that's pretty complete both offensively and defensively. Wake Forest has has been you know, one of those surprise teams of this year. Their offense, uh, quarterback, their Hartman there has been has been lighting it up, but uh, their their Achilles heel has been that defense. So uh, that's that's one that I'm I'm leaning towards NC State in this one. Uh, obviously, it could be a lot of points scored here, but 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 that's certainly a a game. Uh, to look at and, and a dog, NC State here that that I might be uh, taking a look at. But I know you got some something to talk about too on that, Matty. Well, Mickey, I just want to know who you're looking at. Well, you know, there's a couple games of note, right? Belocks talked about NC State and Wake Forest. That's a popular dog. Baylor at home in Oklahoma. That's another one that's a popular upset this week. But gents, the game that I really like is Syracuse. They're a three-and-a-half-point dog going to Louisville. Q's much improved. They're coming off a bye week. They've been winning some games. They're facing a Louisville team that's kind of been in a tailspin this year, and they, they got the Clemson hangover. If you are hesitant to bet the money line, Syracuse is also 7-0 and in their last seven against the spread. So orange three-and-a-half is a great play. But I'm liking that noon kickoff in Louisville, Syracuse, the upset win money line play. Ooh. Louisville, got to say it with like a mouthful of marvels there. Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> Love like it. Lo- lo- Loserville, the way you <laughs> roll them tomorrow. Oh, man. Well, not, not making many friends over there, are you? I got plenty, <laughs> plenty of people already hate me in Louisville. We're good. <laughs> I don't have this for tonight for the show, but, but keep an eye on Twitter. I've been doing a Buckeye volunteer teaser. Um, I'm still – going through and still work on my research but keep an eye on twitter maddie money bets at maddie money bets uh maybe dropping that in the morning and that's uh typically that's gonna be a teaser that includes ohio state and tennessee in some way shape or form so keep an eye on that mickey are you gonna Close out your segment. That's it. That's all we got from the dog <laughs> standpoint, guys. Roundtable games of interest. Uh, Maddie, big games in uh, big games this week in college football. A couple in pros. I know we got some thoughts and opinions on who who's going to win the bets. So yeah, I'll kick it back to you, and uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about the big games. Yeah. Hey, man, we're knocking off some rust. It's been a couple of weeks, right? You know, so <laughs> coming out slow uh, after that bye week. Whew. <laughs> yeah. Let's start out with. Penn State, Michigan. Michigan is number six. They're traveling to Happy Valley. Penn State is the home team, but they're a home dog getting – I've got them getting one and a half points. Belax, I believe – Did you? are you seeing it at two two points on DraftKings? It goes – yeah, it's been, it's been going back and forth. Uh, money line was at plus 110. And, and the total 48 and a half is, is what I last saw it at. So, Mickey, what are your thoughts on this one? Well, you boys both like Penn State as a dog going out on a limb with this one-and-a-half-point underdog. Living on the edge. It's like a little chihuahua dog, you know. But, uh, (laughs) you know, look, I I think Michigan is the better team. Penn State's at home. That's going to help. It'll be a wild environment. I think they're doing a helmet stripe, white out with a blue stripe somewhere in the crowd. But Penn State, guys, Penn State's been reeling. They gave up, what, 300 yards rushing, 350 yards rushing against (coughs) Illinois. Maryland played them tough last week before they were finally able to pull away. Um, But they have some key injuries on their defensive line. They're missing their stud defensive tackle. Penn State can't run the ball. 
And meanwhile, Michigan comes in. They're a better team. They're a deeper team. They're going to win on the lines of scrimmage, and they're going to run the ball down Penn State's throat. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I do think Michigan's going to win this game, and and they're going to cover the one and a half points. Well, interesting. And and as as Mickey noted, you know, Belax and I were talking before the show. We're both leaning Penn State. Belax, I believe you already have a bet on this game, correct? I do. I do. I'm 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 also I'm, I'm leaning more towards Penn. Belax, did you just cut very, out? Very very equal. Um, I I think Penn State maybe have. Penn State may have peaked a little bit, uh, a little bit early, and, and as uh, as Mickey said, no, no doubt they they have been kind of, they haven't been as impressive in the later weeks here. Uh, but I still think that they are. Uh, when I look at these two teams, I, I still think that they're pretty equal in, in what they can and what they cannot do. Uh, coaching wise, here um, again, I, I, I as a as a person who does generally like Michigan, I, I have a little bit of uh, PTSD towards Coach Harbaugh in big <laughs> games, and I, I I see Michigan when they you know I saw Michigan when they played Michigan State, and uh, I, I got to be honest here, I know I know Michigan State was a was a popular pick there, and they were playing great ball. I thought Michigan was the better team in that game, and they couldn't get the job done. Uh, this game being played in a unfriendly environment in Penn State, which is a very difficult place to play, I give the slight edge to the Nittany Lions in this game. So we are split on this, and that will be a fun game to watch. It's going to be a great, great environment. Two great uh, traditional teams going up, so definitely one to watch. Um, over in the Big 12, we got a big one. We got two top uh, 15 teams. Number eight, Oklahoma, is trying to remain unbeaten and they're traveling to Baylor, who's ranked number 13. Baylor's getting five and a half points as a home dog. We didn't mention these them in the dog segment, so be curious what you what the two of you have to say about this game. The total in this game is 62 and a half points, which kind of feels low for a Big 12 game if we look, look back at the last, you know, 10 years or so. But the way these teams play and, and the way the offenses have been, that might be about right so mickey i'll go to you first yeah this is a this is a tough one you know this is a a popular upset pick with baylor their offense and playing great with gary bohannon except they ran into a a landmine against tcu last week uh you know dave aranda is a defensive mind he's gonna have some traps sprung for the oklahoma offense then you look at oklahoma you know this is a team that when they moved the caleb williams at quarterback it looked like it was the oklahoma of old for a couple weeks then they struggled against Kansas, and then they've had some other ups and downs since then. I, at five and a half, I, Baylor at home, if their defense can can hold them, definitely I can see them covering. But I, I lean Oklahoma. I lean Oklahoma to cover this game until proven otherwise. Uh, I think they're going to win by two touchdowns. I'm not a big believer in the Baylor Bears this season, but it, you know it's going to be an interesting game, and it's not one I'm actually betting. It, it's a lean on my, on my end. B-Locks, what are your thoughts uh, when you look at this one? Uh, yeah, surprisingly, Mickey, I'm going to agree with you. And, uh, I, I do, uh, I do think that it's a, it's a lean towards Oklahoma and, uh, for the, for the reasons that you mentioned, uh, you know, all of those, uh, but, uh, one other, I don't know if you mentioned this or not, or maybe I, I missed it, but, but Oklahoma's coming off the bye. Uh, this is, they've had a couple weeks to prepare for this game. Uh, 
Hopefully it goes better than us coming off the bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, amen to that. So, yeah, o- Oklahoma, the, 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 everything about this game to me feels like it should be an Oklahoma bet. But yet at the same time, I feel reluctant to bet the game. And that's why I haven't bet the game yet. And I still don't know that I will bet this particular game uh, just because, uh, because I, I it doesn't feel right to me. Oklahoma hasn't really covered a whole lot of spreads and made me feel a whole lot of confidence in them to do so. What do you think, Mickey? Yeah, this one just feels like I'm betting Oklahoma the last five or six years under Lincoln Riley versus maybe the team we've seen this year. And there's a permit that wants Caleb Williams and the offense to, to finally do what we're expecting them to do just because we've seen some some glimpses. At, but I, it's tough to, tough to take this Baylor team seriously when they, they got beat at TCU last week. I know TCU fired Gary Patterson. They're playing with a lot of emotion, but that's been that was a bad that horn frog team has been bad the last four or five weeks so yeah, we'll see how this one loss. turns out yeah i'm uh, i'm staying away from this game gentlemen um but a game i'm not staying away from is uh let's talk well let's talk about the next two and i want to talk about georgia tennessee i also want to talk about purdue ohio state and then we can jump into our sunday action if, if you guys want to but georgia tennessee georgia number one team in the nation they're traveling to Knoxville, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Scotty B. Good is going to be in Knoxville at the game. Uh, it's homecoming for the Volunteers. There's probably a checkerboard in the in the stands. Probably some golf balls in the stands. I don't know. Uh, Scotty's not here to defend that. But anyways, uh, it's going to be a raucous environment. And I think we we'll go back to that old Miss game. Uh, you know, Tennessee came to play, go to Kentucky. Tennessee played really well, pulled out the win in that game. Uh, but it's the number one team in the country. Georgia is a little bit of a different animal uh, than the Wildcats. They're, they're they're dogs. So, Mickey, you've been high on Georgia. <laughs> Do you like what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> so, Give a Mickey, raise to the sound team. Yeah, Mickey, you're uh, you've been high on the Georgia Bulldogs. They're your pick to win the national championship. Uh, you've said it before, though. Every every team along in, in on that route has either a place where they're challenged, or they stumble, or something. Uh, is this? They're on the road. They're playing a team that's got a uh, a very good offense. Is this is this where they either stumble or at least get tested more than they have been so far? Well, this is an interesting one, too, because this is their last SEC regular season game. I believe it's Charleston Southern next week, and then they close out with their uh, Georgia Tech rivalry game. So they haven't been they haven't really been challenged in SEC play, right? I think uh, Kentucky was was the the tightest game, and and they failed to cover a twenty point spread in that one by with a with a late backdoor cover. Georgia hasn't allowed over thirteen points this season. That was the game they did. Uh, Tennessee's going to threaten that. Beyond that, though, Georgia's won the last four in this series by 30 points. And there's nothing that's going to stop the Bulldogs from scoring points in this game. I'm actually staying away from the spread, but I, the total's going to touch 60. I think the Bulldogs are going to score 35 to 40 points, and I think Tennessee's going to score 21 points. And, and this is going to be an over 55 and a half. That's a play that I have on this game. Georgia's going to win. Scotty might throw some yellow mustard on the field. I don't know. But uh, I just don't see Tennessee pulling the upset here, even though they're doing really well under Coach Heupel this year. Belox, what are your thoughts on this? 
very similar. Uh, very similar thoughts here. Um, just just a couple things here. Uh, at Georgia. At, uh, hey, I, there's nobody out there that loves a defensive football team more than me. And and watching Georgia uh, play defense, especially that big old defensive tackle they have out there, that's got to be 350 pounds that moves like a a linebacker out there. Uh, boy, boy, that that. That dude is fun to watch. This is one of the best foot, uh, defensive football teams in the nation, probably the best defensive football team in the nation. That being said, there has been one area where Georgia has not been challenged this year, and that is with the deep downfield passing game. I believe about the only team that has truly challenged them with a deep downfield passing game has been South Carolina, which is not a stellar football team by any measure. Tennessee will challenge that. Tennessee will give them that deep downfield threat and challenge a group of people, uh, that defensive backfield of Georgia that hasn't quite gotten this type of uh, offensive attack yet and a fast-paced one at that. So I am interested to see how Georgia is going to respond to this type of an offense. And I do think that there will be at least a little bit of a shock value here. So I do, as Mickey said, uh, I do expect Tennessee to score some points on this Georgia defense. I think it will be a little bit closer than some people are thinking. Uh, I do not expect Tennessee to cover, uh, or I'm sorry, to beat them. Uh, I would not be surprised if they covered, uh, but I am also staying away from at least the points in this game. Well, I wish we had a live feed into Nashville, Tennessee in the Scotty B. Goods house. Because if he is listening to our live podcast, I think you got him a little giddy talking about Tennessee challenging uh, that Georgia defensive backfield with that downfield pass. I got a text here from Scotty. He is... Uh, now, this is his... He, he is a volunteer alumni, so I'm, I'm going to caution our listeners that uh, on this, this is not one of Scotty's picks of the week, but he no is bias, on, no bias in his yeah. opinions that he home, yeah. home, home cooking. <laughs> he is on Tennessee money line, um, and obviously it's great odds to win. Um, so, but I'm, you know, I, and, and I got to play on this. I'll save it for it is one of my picks of the week, so I'll save it for the end of the show. Um, but this this has a feeling that this could be a, you know Georgia just hasn't been tested and are they really that good or have they just not played a, a real threat and, and and while Tennessee Tennessee is going in the right direction with Heupel um, they're definitely going to be a force but their offense their offense is getting there um, they, they need some 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 more players on defense I think they're really truly challenged atop the SEC but man. At home, if if they come out and, you know, if Georgia has a couple turnovers or just, you know, just isn't quite on and Tennessee's offense, you know, can, can put up a couple touchdowns, like, oh, man, like, you know, you could you could you could feel this being one where they slip up. So it's going to be one to watch. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, it's got to be good is on Tennessee money line. Well, and we've seen Tennessee a couple times this year that at Alabama, they ended up losing that game against the spread but through three quarters it was about a one score game 10 point game and they were they were big dogs uh florida who ended up being a terrible team this year you know tennessee played them tough the first half of that game Ole miss they played them tough so you know it, it to maddie to your point that you just made if they can jump on them early at home and get the crowd on their side and force stetson bennett into 
some hairy situations that, that they can be prickly. But I do well, think George's has got too much dog and too much too much dogs and too much depth. They, 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 they probably do, but you know, with Tennessee, what I think what's exciting about them is you know they're still in year one of their of the hypo regime, and and they're getting better and better every every week. And I think over the course of the season, they're they're a much better football team now in November than they were in September and, and October as well. And that's that's what kind of makes me kind of think could this team be a little dangerous so but right. i think scotty i think scotty betts is listening to the podcast because my phone <laughs> just blew up with the, the tennessee wins because tennessee wins <laughs> because it's at home it's homecoming we got a we got a five point checklist here we are wearing black jerseys someone's someone's going to a funeral <laughs> Hypo well, and, well, and Hooker. Hey. Hypo and Hooker. I don't know if I don't know if he's talking about Hendon Hooker or there's a there's yeah. a purchase made for the the Georgia players at the hotel tonight. Is there, is there a new and, scandal in Tennessee? Oh my <laughs> Hypo and, and Hooker. It sounds like a, it sounds like a it sounds like a CD establishment. Mm. And then number five, Georgia hasn't faced any team with a halfway decent offense. Tennessee offense number fifteen in the country. They're going to spread them out. Six and seven players on the Vols. O. they will be in the league. Hendon Hooker. Connects on multiple TDs to Cedric Tillman. Wasn't Cedric Tillman in, in the peanut punch from the Chicago Bears? Peanut, peanut Tillman. Tillman, uh, team, yeah, different Tillman. That was Charles Tillman. Charles, Charles Tillman. Charles Tillman. Best wide receiver in the country. Scotty Betts says he's not even playing. That, not even playing that he's the best receiver in the country. I hope he plays yeah. because that's going to help Tennessee's well, chances. <laughs> Scotty's fifth point there is sort of where where I'm kind of on this. Is I just And, and this goes to, to what B-Locks is saying, right? Georgia just hasn't really been tested on the downfield pass, but, but really by an offense, this dynamic yet. And, and they're going to have Tennessee. And then in a couple of weeks, they're going to have probably Alabama in the SEC championship. And what do we really know about this Georgia defense? We all thought they were phenomenal after the Clemson game. But as we come to learn, Clemson's offense was awful. So Guys, they've, they've given up 70 points this year. The next team in the, in the top 10 is uh, closest to them going up over a hundred more points. This is a very, very good defense. Let's not, let's not pretend they're playing little sisters of the poor each week. Well, I mean, who are they? Who have they played though? Have they played a ranked team? Kentucky was ranked. Oh, Kentucky. Clemson was ranked when they played them. <laughs> okay but i mean i guess i guess that goes that right i mean they, they didn't they, they didn't play um well i guess florida right you know florida's a good football team. auburn they, auburn they, was they ranked have. i don't know where auburn's at today but at the end of the day look they're playing they're playing you know the sec schedule and while they're maybe dodging the alabamas of the world and the old misses of the world during regular season play they, they do play some good teams that's not to say that they can't be tested and, and, and you know, we're talking 18 to 22-year-old kids, things don't happen. But this is, this is arguably one of the best defenses we've seen in the, in the last 10, 15 years in college football. Doesn't mean they're going to be perfect every game, but it's a good defense. No, it is. It is. And, and it'll be interesting to see because they probably are going to get their, their toughest test uh, from an opposing team's offense. I do think Georgia's offense is going to be able to, 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 to move the ball on Tennessee's defense, but it'll be interesting to see does Tennessee's offense give Georgia's defense some fits, but let's move on. We we've talked ad nauseum about this. Uh, um, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully 
Hopefully, Scotty has a good weekend in Knoxville, Tennessee. So <laughs> the other game I want to touch on in college football, and this is Purdue, Ohio State. Ohio State's number four in the country, and they are a 20-and-a-half-point favorite, favorite over the number 19 team in the country, Purdue, who has knocked off two top five teams, Iowa and Michigan State. Now, if Scotty was on here, he would probably speak some truth and say, look, those two teams – Yes, they were undefeated. They worked their way up in the rankings. But are they really top five teams? Probably not. But this is a Purdue team that is kind of like a little Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, where they can play great and knock off these top five teams, but then they can also go lay an egg. Belox, which team is showing up in Columbus tomorrow night? Boy, that, that is the question, isn't it? That is, uh, that, that is the question about this game here. Uh I'm I'm excited to watch this game, Purdue, because yeah, they've been the they've been the giant slayer this this year. They you know, uh, but but again, it's also been at home where they have been the giant slayer. When it was uh, uh, again uh, the, the big upsets, uh, first uh, first Iowa. Belox, your audio cut out. Place to play in the shoe at an at night. Uh, you know, in, in, in a really hostile atmosphere? Are they going to be able to pull off that same magic? And my initial thought is no. Uh, that, that I don't think that they're going to be able to pull off the same type of, uh, of magic that they did earlier against Ohio State. Now, go ahead, Matty. So do you think Ohio State's going to cover this game? I do not. Uh, to, to, to put it perfectly blunt, 21 points. That's, that's a bit too much. Uh, when I look at this game, uh, I, I do see uh, Ohio. Uh, I, I see Ohio State uh, winning this game. I think that Ohio State's offense is going to be too much. I think they're going to be able to put up as many points as Purdue is. Now, Purdue is going to challenge the Buckeyes' defense in different ways, and Purdue does present more of a passing threat than what Ohio State has seen with some of the other teams that they've played thus far. So I do expect that Purdue will be able to put up some points against the Buckeye defense, albeit the defense has played better since the changes and the debacle that happened in the original uh, first couple weeks where we had all kinds of different problems, especially in the defensive secondary. I don't know that I still could come out and tell you that that defensive secondary is locked down. And I do expect Purdue is going to be able to move the ball and score some points. And so that's why I think that this 21 points is, is uh, you know, uh, not one that the Buckeyes could cover. So in this game, I'm on Purdue to uh, Purdue plus 21. Mickey, do you see it that way? Yeah, you know, I couldn't agree more. I think Purdue is going to cover that 21. I, I got it at 20 and a half. Uh, I look at it this way. The, the Purdue offense is, is going to – they're not going to be shut down completely, right? Aiden McConnell, the, the David Bell, that connection is going to make plays. But I go to the other side of the ball. Ohio State, uh, they've struggled in the red zone a lot this year. If they're kicking field goals versus getting touchdowns. Uh, uh, Purdue's got George Karlaftis. He's – Arguably one of the best pass rushing defensive ends in, in the country, and I think he's going to be a very disruptive force. Uh, you know, if they can get Ohio State in some some second and third and longs, and, and he can kind of get get to work there and make some plays, that could be the difference in some punts versus some sustained drives, right? So I look at that. I look at the history that Purdue has against Ohio State. I mean, going back 
20 years, right? They, they play them tough. There's been some games, right? Holy Buckeye is notable one, but you look at even in the, the late, uh, the late part of Trestle's tenure into Urban Meyer's tenure, the, the Purdue was, was not a good program, and they would give Ohio State so many fits. There's obviously the game a couple years ago where they, they blew out the Buckeyes in Purdue. But, uh, again, it, it just goes back to, to Ohio State's going to have some issues scoring touchdowns. Purdue's going to be able to make some plays. I'm on the Boilers 20-and-a-half here. But I believe Ohio State wins. The score is probably going to be somewhere around 34 to 20. Uh, I don't have a total bet on this one, but I would, I would probably lead to the, lean to the under if I, was, if I was forced to pick a total here. Excellent. Well, that wraps up what we're talking about on Saturday in college football. Let's shift gears to Sunday. We don't have a lot to discuss, but Mickey, I'll kick it over to you to give us some of uh, the rest of Johnny Dogs' picks that uh, for our listeners, they can go to the website and find as well. Yeah, he's got Philadelphia Eagles plus three going to Denver. Dogs is on the Eagles here. Eagles play better on the road, and it's always a good spot to look for a team, in the, this case the Denver Broncos, to come back to earth after a huge win. Eagles been playing good ball lately too, so he's on the Eagles plus three at the Denver Broncos. Uh, that's the only NFL game we're talking this week. Uh, you know, I look at the NFL board. I'm not really in love with it either to talk about any games, but I'll kick it over to B-Locks. I don't know if there's any games that you have in your uh, war chest you're betting this week. Uh, yes, sir. I've, I've just got one. Uh, it's it's going to be one of my picks, but I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it right now. Uh, just today, uh, we we found out that for the New Orleans Saints, uh, Camara will will be out for this week. They're playing at Tennessee uh, this week, and and Tennessee obviously has been in the news a lot uh, this week with the uh, uh, well, I guess maybe more so last week with uh, the the news of uh, uh, their tailback going down and and picking up uh, Adrian Peterson and 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 the changes that they've made here, but. Uh, you know, uh, New Orleans has been bit by that injury bug. They're onto their second string quarterback. They're moving back between, uh, you know, Hillis and whoever the other guy is. Kamara out. He's their biggest offensive weapon. Uh, Tennessee with a big three passing uh, attack over there. Boy, they, they've got some weapons uh, at the receiver. They've got a great running game still uh, behind that offensive line. Uh, Adrian Peterson, obviously, he's old, but, but he can still run the ball. Uh, I like Tennessee at home, minus two and a half in this game. And I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that in my picks of the week. Man, you're on the, you're on the Scotty Betts appreciation tour today. <laughs> Cheers to Scotty. Love it. Um, excellent. Well, let's move on and we'll jump into our Sports Bets Fun team parlay. Uh, for our new listeners, this is where we go around and each of us uh, throw a pick into the hat and we parlay these together. And we let it ride, see what we do. Uh, typically, we have four picks. Uh, with Scotty out tonight, it's only going to be three. Um, I'll give you my pick, and then Mickey, I'll kick it to you, and Belox will we'll just circle around. I'm going to throw in the Iowa Hawkeyes money line, gentlemen. So I feel like they're going to bounce back. Uh, they are favored. I believe it's by four and a half. Um but I'm taking the money line, minus 210. Give us a little – be a little conservative. Try to get us a W in this. Mickey, what are you throwing in? You know, I'm going uh, – I'm going to appease our good friend Charlie Cash. 
I'm going with the Ole Miss Bulldogs, the pirate himself, Mike Leach and company, plus four and a half going into Jordan Hare to take on the Auburn Tigers. My pick this week is Mississippi State, plus four and a half, got minus 108. Add it to the uh, add it to the parlay, Maddie. Let me let us know what we got. B locks. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm looking at just you know we talked about this earlier, so no surprise pick right here. Uh, I am uh, going to be taking the Purdue Boilermakers uh, plus twenty one or plus twenty and a half. It looks like depending on which metric that you are betting on here, uh, but I like the Boilermakers for all the reasons that we talked about earlier to to cover that 20 uh, or to, you know, uh, plus 20, 21 in here against Ohio state. I, I don't think that Ohio state can cover this. Excellent. Well, gentlemen, I'm going to uh, plug these into the app and I've got two in here. Let me see if I can find Mississippi state. Why don't you all talk amongst yourselves to give me a second here to see if I can figure this out and see what we're going to come out with our odds on. Absolutely. Mickey, I can't believe how much I agreed with you today. It, this feels like a, it, it feels like a, an off week. Well, you saw, you know, how my picks have been doing all season. <laughs> like, wow, he knows something. This guy's smart. I need, to, <laughs> I need to pay more attention to what he's got going on. That, 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 hey, you know what? That might have been it. Uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I'm certainly learning. You know what? This week I'm not going with a two-unit pick. That's, uh, yeah, that's something uh, that I've learned from my, uh, from my last two weeks of picking here. Oh, yeah. Uh, we All got. Right. Uh, oh, what do we got, Maddie? I got it. I got it. I was having a little, little hard time finding that Mississippi State pick. Um, so just to recap, Mickey's throwing in Mississippi State plus four and a half versus Auburn. Belox is throwing in Purdue plus. You get it plus twenty one. Uh, I got it on you on uh, uh, Fanduel. I think it's twenty and a half. Yeah, Fanduel is twenty and a half, and then I was throwing in Iowa. Money line versus Minnesota. They're hosting Minnesota, so this comes out to plus four four two. So that's not uh, that's not too large, gentlemen, compared to what we've had. I'm going to go ahead and uh, plug this in and uh, make my bet right now. I got I uh, got these all plugged in. So plus four four two are the odds on the sports bets fun parlay. With that, gentlemen. We're at that time of the show where we're going to give our picks of the week. Mickey, take her away. Yeah, it's time for the picks of the week. Last week, we went 10 and 5. Overall this season, 96, 65, and 1. $100 better is up over $2,300. Kalen V's. B-Locks, I'm going to kick it to you first to let us know where Charlie Cash's cash is at this week. Ooh, Charlie Cash, he's having a good year, man. He's been he's been heating up the last couple weeks. All right. Charlie Cash, the three picks that he has taken home this week. He is going Mizzou Moneyline this week. Uh, I'm not sure who Mizzou's playing, but uh, sounds like a good pick to me. Second pick, he is on Fresno State, laying 23 points. Third, the Kentucky Wildcats. Great pick here. They're playing Vanderbilt. I already bet this. I love it, Charlie Cash. 
Kentucky Wildcats minus 20.5 versus Vanderbilt. Love it. Love these picks. I know Charlie Cash loves Fresno State. They seem to be a make a lot of repeat appearances in our picks of the week. Maddie Money, I'm going to kick it over to you to let us know where Scotty B. Good has his action this week. Well, let me see if I can get this right, Joe. And you can kick it back to me if you can't find if you don't have it. But I'm I'm, I've got it him. I've got him. But let me see if I can get this right. I'm going to give you Scotty B. Good's three picks of the week. And if you're betting with Scotty, you know it's Scotty B. Good. I think I totally butchered that, gentlemen. But here's what he's on. He is on Notre Dame minus six and a half versus Virginia. He's on Miami minus two and a half versus Florida State. And he's on Iowa minus four and a half hosting Minnesota. Those are Scotty B. Good's picks. He also loves those balls money line, but that is not one of his picks of the week. And he wrote in saying he loves that Kentucky pick as well. So we got a lot of consensus on that. I'm going to go lock that Kentucky pick out right now because I have not done that yet. Great picks on Scotty's part. Great picks on Charlie Cash's part. But B-Locks, the floor is yours. Tell us where your picks are going to be locked this week. Yes, sir. Looking forward to this week. Great week of college football. Let's start out with Ole Miss playing Texas A&M. This game's at Ole Miss. Texas A&M is laying two and a half points. And I'm laying that two and a half points and taking Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M and the Aggies here over the Rebels here. Ole Miss and Texas A&M are like two ships traveling in the in different directions here. A&M starting off slow and picking up steam, moving in the right direction. Ole Miss that peaked early and seemed to be fading away as they get bit by the injury bug with two of their three best wide receivers likely out for this game. Give me the Aggies laying two and a half points. Don't mess this up, Jimbo Fisher, for me. Second game, Michigan State rebounding against Maryland, laying 12 points. Michigan State, good football team this year. And they ran into a little bit of a, of a, uh, a Purdue problem the other week but this is still a very strong football program. Going up against Maryland that, as we have talked about in the past, a little bit inflated by what they have done in the early part of this season. So, uh, Tagliola, or I can't say his name right, but uh, Tua's brother, uh, throwing the ball pretty good, but I tell you what, it's gonna be cold in East Lansing tomorrow. Look for the Michigan State Spartans to cover that 12-point spread against the Terrapins. And finally, on Sunday, NFL action. We've talked about this already. Scotty B. Good really likes me today, and that's all right, because we really like Scotty B. Good. The Tennessee Titans playing the New Orleans. I'm sorry, the New Orleans Saints. I'm taking the Tennessee Titans here, laying two and a half points. I like the way the Titans have been playing just just like I said, with Texas A&M and Old Miss, I think these are two teams that are traveling in different directions. The Tennessee Titans climbing that ladder and the New Orleans States uh, climbing down here. With the, and part of that's due to some of the injuries. Understandably, Tennessee's got some injuries as well, but the passing attack for Tennessee has been strong with the addition of... 
locks. Those are great kicks, man. And that Tennessee passing attack, their additions that make them strong, that's going to be something to keep an eye on. Maddie Money, leader in the clubhouse through 10 episodes, 11 weeks of college football. Where are your locks this week? Well, first of all, I love the picks that I've already heard from Charlie, from Scotty, and from Belocks. I am tailing those picks. Really like them. But here's what I'm offering. We talked about Tennessee and Georgia. I'm looking at Tennessee over 17 and a half total points. I'm liking that. I think their offense is going to score somewhere in the 20s on Georgia. I do think they end up losing maybe like a 38-24 type game. But I like them to hit the over 17 and a half points, total points for Tennessee, Tennessee Volunteers. That's at plus 102, one unit on that. Next two games, gentlemen, I'm looking solely at the second half of these games. Wisconsin, second half, minus eight and a half versus Northwestern. Northwestern's been awful. Wisconsin's got a great defense, but Wisconsin's been a little up and down. I've liked them. Last week, putting up a bunch of points against Rutgers, they made me a lot of money. Uh, they've looked pretty good the more recently, but I'm still not 100% sold that they're gonna they're gonna beat a Northwestern team by three plus scores. So I'm taking just the second half. I do think they pull away late in the game. They're gonna they're gonna outscore Northwestern by over eight and a half points in that second half. The other game I'm looking at is Houston Temple. I'm gonna run the same or very similar bet. Looking at the second half, Houston versus Temple. Houston to cover minus nine and a half versus Temple. Temple is awful. Bet whatever team you're going against Temple. The only thing, though, is that line is pretty large. But you get that second half at only nine and a half. Uh, you go back and you look at how many points Houston scored in the second half. You look at the games Temple's given up in the second half. And you got to feel very good about this pick. That's my most confident pick. I'm, I'm only putting one unit on all three of these plays each. But uh, Houston, second half, minus nine and a half. Wisconsin, second half, minus eight and a half. Tennessee, over 17 and a half points versus Georgia. Those are my picks. Love those picks, Maddie. Love all the picks that we've had this week. Guys, I'm going to mix it up a little bit this week with my picks. We don't have a steak dinner boom lock. We have three one-unit plays. So think of it more as like a buffet. A buffet. We have a little bit of filet. We have a little bit of ribeye. We have a little tenderloin. We got we got it all. A little, little meat swap going on with the picks today. We're gonna start down in Hotlanta. Georgia Tech hosting Boston College. Georgia Tech is a point and a half favorite. Boston College. Phil Jerkovic, the quarterback, has been back, but he's been dinged up this year, and they have not been able to pass the ball well. Meanwhile, Georgia Tech under Jeff Collins is a much improved, young, growing team. They played Miami tough last week. Miami's been on fire over the last month of the season. Georgia Tech minus one and a half at home is my pick in this one. Next, we're going to Hoosier land, Bloomington, Indiana. We got Rutgers, the Scarlet Knights rolling in the town. Look, Rutgers started the season with some promise. They went to the big house in Michigan and gave the Wolverines all they could handle. Since that time, they played a lot of teams and have got pounded. You know who else has been pounded all season? The Indiana Hoosiers. This is a pillow fight. Expect this game to be sloppy and a mess, and it's between two bad teams. Rutgers getting six and a half in this one. I'm on 
the Scarlet Knights as a road underdog covering six and a half points against Indiana. Rutgers, six and a half. Lastly, we're staying in the Big Ten and we're going to Iowa City. We talked a little bit about this game. Some other people like this game. This game is also in our team parlay this week. We have Minnesota at Iowa. Look, it's going to be an interesting game. It's Big Ten. It's going to be cold. There might be a little snow. Minnesota's down to its 17th string running back. Iowa has a quarterback that can't really complete passes uh, and do a whole lot there. The total of this game is 37 and a half, and I know I just sold it. But when you have a total that's this low at 37 and a half, you gotta bet the over. I'm on Minnesota at Iowa over 37 and a half. Gentlemen, those are my picks. Let's get it this week. Love it, love it, and course uh you can track all these picks uh check out at sports bets fun on twitter uh for a lot of this content all our picks and, and all our picks beyond this weekend as well uh we are looking forward to doing this all again next week um until then again follow us on twitter check out our website and have a lot of fun watching all these games this weekend the season's kind of getting into crunch time there's a lot of good action coming up this weekend and uh, in the weeks to come, so it's going to be uh, a fun uh, stretch of the season. For Mickey Sanrino, Scotty Be Good, Be Locks, friends of the show, Charlie Cash, Johnny Dogs, Mad Max, I'm Maddie Money. Thanks for tuning in. Sports bets fun.